Hi, I'm Dr. Olga Pinkston, a board-certified rheumatologist and the host of the Mind Your Fiber podcast. This podcast is dedicated to fibromyalgia. I discuss up-to-date information about fibro, its treatment, the biology and psychology of the fibromyalgia. I cover the pain science education, the complementary and alternative methods available to you now to improve your symptoms. There are a lot of things that influence development of fibromyalgia trigger fiber flares, and produce other symptoms like IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, depression, and anxiety, and none of them are your fault. In the Mind Your Fiber podcast, you will learn how and why fiber develops, how chronic pain changes your brain, and most importantly, that you're not alone in the struggle, that fiber is real, and how to not let fiber control your life. This podcast provides information only and does not provide any medical or psychological services or advice. Welcome back to episode 23 of the Mind Your Fibro podcast. Today, we continue talking about nutrition. During the previous episode, we discussed the importance of wholesome eating and what doctors mean when they advise that you should work on improving your diet. I explained the role of micronutrients, on your health, and how to improve your diet's mineral, vitamin, and other macronutrient content. You may want to go back to episode 22 to learn about micronutrients, as today we're focusing on macronutrients or macros. Now, everyone is nowadays counting macros. It became popular in the past few years with keto-type diets and low-carb eating. So what are macros, and why do we need to count them? Macros are three categories of nutrients. You eat the most and provide you with most of your energy. They are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Unlike the micros, which are the nutrients your body needs in smaller amounts, commonly referred to as vitamins and minerals, the chemicals your body requires to function, but micronutrients are not used for energy. Macros are. So macros are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. The body uses them in relatively large macro amounts. Protein, fat, or carb, each type provides a certain amount of energy per gram expressed in calories. So when someone counts macros, they're counting the number of grams they consume per day of each macro type. How many grams of carbs, how many grams of fats, and how many grams of protein they ate or plan to eat that day. We will touch on the importance of counting macros later in the episode, but now we will discuss each macro in detail. So proteins. Proteins are an essential part of your nutrition. We always hear comments about eating more protein, like she doesn't eat enough protein, or make sure you have protein with your meal, etc. So proteins are important because they are building blocks of life. Every cell in human body contains protein. Proteins perform many functions in the body. DNA replication, structure to cells, transporting molecules, metabolic reactions, repair of structures, muscle mass, etc. Also, enzymes, hormones, antibodies, neurotransmitters are also proteins. You need protein in your diet to help your body repair cells, make new cells, and heal. 
proteins are made of amino acids, molecules that combine to form proteins. Your body needs 20 different amino acids to grow and function properly. The best sources of essential amino acids are animal proteins, such as meat, eggs, and poultry. Some plant foods contain protein, such as soy products, edamame, tofu, also beans, legumes, and peas. After you eat protein, your body breaks it down into amino acids. Then our body uses the amino acids for various processes such as building muscle, regulating immune functions, transport, repair, and cell building. Very important macronutrient. Now let's talk about carbs. Carbohydrates are the main source of energy for the body. Sugars, starches, and dietary fibers occur in plant food and dairy products. Carbohydrates are either called simple or complex, depending on the food's chemical structure and how quickly it is digested and absorbed. Now, sugar is the simplest form of a carbohydrate. It occurs naturally in some foods, including fruit, vegetables, milk, and milk products. But also, sugar is man-made product, and sugar is found in many, many foods, even some foods that we don't consider having sugar, such as pasta sauces, pizza sauce, and many condiments. Starch is a complex carbohydrate. This means it's made of many sugar units bonded together. Starch also occurs naturally in vegetables, grains, and cooked dry beans and peas. Fiber is another complex carbohydrate. It occurs naturally in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, and peas. Fiber is a type of carbohydrate that the body cannot digest, but it can be digested by microbes that live in your gut. This is why eating fiber-rich foods is so important. I will cover the gut and the microbes that live in your gut, the microbiome, in another episode. Fiber in eating fiber-rich foods such as fruits and vegetables, and the microbes that eat them are one of the major reasons why we hear that we should eat more fruits and vegetables. Now let's talk about fat. Our body uses fat as a fuel source, and fat is a primary storage form of energy in the body. We store fat for future use in case there is no food available. Fat also protects your organs, supports cell growth, keeps cholesterol and blood pressure under control, and helps your body absorb vital nutrients. Also, sugar can convert into fat if we consume too much sugar. There are several types of fats. Trans fat is considered the worst type of fat to eat. Trans fat increases LDL. L is for lousy cholesterol. And it has been associated with increased risk of heart disease and stroke. It should not be consumed and should be avoided. You can easily spot trans fat on a food label. Trans fats are man-made. They are not natural. They are made when food makers turn liquid oils into solid fats, like shortening or margarine. Fried fast foods such as fried chicken, donuts, pastries, and french fries can all contain high levels of trans fat. Now, another type of fat we should eat in moderation or avoid is called saturated fat. Saturated fats are called saturated because of their chemical structure. They become solid at room temperature, but they're nature-made. Animal meat, dairy, processed meats, and prepackaged snacks are the major source of saturated fats. They are also easy to spot on a label. 
It's okay to consume saturated fats, but you should be mindful of them and only consume them in limited amounts. Now, unsaturated fats are the healthy fats. These fats can actually help lower your cholesterol, reduce your risk of heart disease, and improve your overall health. If you don't get enough fat in your diet, you may notice symptoms such as dry rashes, hair loss, weaker immune system, and issues related to vitamin deficiencies. Unsaturated fats include olive oil, avocados, walnuts, flaxseed, and fish. One type of unsaturated fat is omega-3. Omega-3 fats are a critical part of our cells' membranes. It may help manage cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood pressure levels, support mental health, decrease liver fat in fatty liver, and fight inflammation. Omega-3 fatty acids are found in fish, flaxseed, and omega-3 supplements such as fish oil. As you can tell, eating a variety of micronutrients is very important. If you consume mostly carbohydrates, sugars, and starches, your body will be missing protein and fats. The cell functions, tissue repair, and your energy levels will be impaired. So how do we count macros? You count grams of carbs, protein, and fat in your daily intake. There are many online calculators you can use where you plug in the food and it will list you the components of that food in grams of protein, carbs, or fat. You can also look at the food label if it's a packaged food. Some calculators also allow you to build recipes using foods that you cook with and will let you know how many grams of each macronutrient will be in that recipe. It will guide your choices using ratios, how many grams of carbs versus protein versus fat you want to consume. Different diets, including keto, recommend ranges of macronutrients that you can customize to help you feel your best and meet your goals. Counting the calories you eat is not the same as tracking your macronutrients. When you count calories, you ignore the food's composition. You can easily consume a thousand calories per day of carbs only and miss out on nutrition because you're reducing the calories. Some people can gain weight with low calories if these calories are of the wrong ratio, like consuming mostly carbs. So focusing on counting number of macros, how much protein, fat, and carbs you're eating will guide you to pick nutrient-rich foods, not empty calories. Now, you may need to consider both, if overeating is a problem or you need to lose weight. But in general, counting macros make you pay attention to food categories, ensuring that you eat a variety of foods. So look at your typical day and your food intake. Make a list of what you typically eat. Estimate the macros. For example, meat is a protein, egg is a protein and fat, oil is fat, butter is fat, bread is carb, vegetable is fiber and carb, fruit is fiber and carb, candy bar is carb, soda is carb, etc. Now notice your patterns. Awareness is the first step of change. What type of macronutrients are you eating the most? What are the ratios? You don't even have to count the grams of each macro to see the pattern. Now, if you fine tuning your eating, you may want to go back and count the grams, but look at the overall pattern. Are you eating a lot of carbohydrates? Do you eat enough fiber? Do you, what kind of fat are you consuming? How much trans fat or saturated fat or good fat, omega-3 fats are you consuming? So the second step is to categorize your problems in a way 
that make them solvable, which will immediately change how you feel and you go from confused to motivated. So if you found that your pattern is consuming too many carbs, this is the area of your diet that you want to put your focus on. If you're eating a lot of trans fats, they also can be easily spotted if you're taking an inventory of your foods. So when people are journaling their food intake, they're not only counting calories, they're also paying attention to the ratios and amounts of carbs versus protein versus fats. Now, as you make your inventory of your foods that you typically eat and you notice a pattern and you don't like it, it may bring up a lot of negative emotions that leave that may lead into negative actions and results. Mindset about eating is as important as what we eat. So notice your patterns. Again, awareness is a first step of change. I hope you found this information useful. I will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best thing you can do is to share with someone and leave a review and rating. This helps me support more people just like you move toward better life with fibromyalgia. All you have to do is to go to the platform you're listening on, click the share button or the icon, and just send it to a friend. I so appreciate you taking your time to do so. Make sure you sign up or subscribe to this podcast so you can get the most up-to-date information in the new episodes. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you next week. And don't forget to mind your fibro. Disclaimer, this podcast provides information only and does not provide any medical or psychological services or advice. None of the content on this podcast prevents, cures, or treats any medical or mental condition.